Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Hello, Grinders, and welcome to the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here to break down the games for you. It's a Tuesday. We got 14 games slate. Uh, Hopefully, you had an awesome uh, set of games yesterday. It wasn't too bad for me. Can't complain. Not the best day, but still uh, solid all around. Uh, But it's a nice uh, 14-game slate. I love the Tuesday slates. I love the Friday slates. They're the biggest slates you pretty much get in the industry, and those are my favorite. They're great for cash games, great for tournaments. You feel like ownership's not a thing. Don't have to worry about sweating, uh, you know, Jose Ramirez at really high ownership, just uh, hitting two home runs and ruining the slate. Uh, So, yeah, I kind of like that a lot, but. Let's kind of dive in and talk about it. First game up, we got the Baltimore Orioles. We got the New York Yankees. We got Jeffrey Ramirez and Mashihiro Tanaka. And this is a great spot for Tanaka. Uh, yeah, the ballpark's not the greatest here. Uh, sure, it's it's not my favorite place to play pitchers but I do think this offense and the Orioles and this slate where the pitching is not going to be the greatest that we're going to talk about I do think this is a good spot to play Tanaka he's 9.4k on FanDuel he's 10.3 on DraftKings and he is 19.4k on our sponsor site Fantasy Draft so yeah this is definitely a good spot where I'm going to be all over Tanaka I think it makes some sense I think you could play him in cash games you could play him in tournaments Uh, definitely look to get some exposure to Tanaka on this slate uh, if you look at the opposite side with Ramirez against a Yankees offense in this ballpark, that's definitely a hard pass for me. Uh, I don't think I will be doing anything with that. One thing I want to know too about Tanaka is, uh, yeah, I do like Tanaka, but I do start to worry now with all those bullpen arms of the Yankees, it seems like they just have way too many, where it might get to the point where you're not going to get like that extra inning out of Tanaka possibly, right? If you think you're getting that sixth or seventh, uh, you might want to temper your expectations. He also pitched the last start was the game, I think, where he did the no, uh, not no hitter, uh, he went complete game. So with him doing a complete game, they might kind of dial it back on him and just watch him, uh, watch his pitch count. So yeah, the last game he had uh, nine innings pitched and he threw a a three hitter. uh, So uh, had a pretty good game, complete game shutout. But just want to note that there is a chance that they uh, kind of uh, look to maybe give them the quicker hook because they have all those bullpen guys are just trying to get them work uh, as much as possible it seems like to keep them uh, all all satisfied uh, it's a good problem to have for that team but uh, yeah all in all I do think Tanaka is a great play Ramirez is not a good play gonna want to look at some of these Yankees bats uh, you know Hicks Gardner Stanton that outfield is phenomenal Didi Gregorius obviously looking to get some exposure to him uh, Didi's got a you know his price is 3.7 on FanDuel that's where I like him the best DraftKings 4.9 fantasy draft 8.9 that's a really great price over there uh yeah all in all though it's just uh these guys are expensive right if you want to spend up for the Yankees bats uh you know you have to pay right they're going to cost you some money you're not really getting too much of a discount here on these guys but Tanaka's good Yankees bats are good and won't be playing the Orioles bats or be playing Jeffrey Ramirez 
Next game up, Chicago Cubs, Pittsburgh Pirates, 7.5 total here. We have John Lester against Jamison Tyon. And, man, Tyon has been phenomenal this year. Uh, you know, he only only given up three earned runs in uh, 15 of his uh, last 16 starts. So he's been just phenomenally safe. I think he's a good cash game option. Uh, even against the Cubs here, they get a ballpark downgrade. You can easily play him. Uh, you know, he's got a 7.8K price tag on DraftKings and on Fantasy Draft, 15.3K. I like him a little bit in that SB2 range. Not as much on FanDuel at 8.9K. Just think there's uh, better ways to spend your money. Money up, uh, and you can spend up on pitching easier on that site. But uh, as an SB2 on fantasy draft and DraftKings, I like him a lot. Vegas agrees, 3.69 run total here. I do think this is a spot where we could look for a little tie and exposure. On the upside, John Lester, he's a guy that's been due for massive regression. He had one of those really bad games recently, and uh, I could see this being a spot where he he struggles a little, not seeing him getting blown up, but I do think if they get really righty-heavy, this Pirates team could cause some fits for him, and the Pirates can do that. We already have in our projected lineup, in a lineup of eight right-handed uh, batters. Sure, the ballpark is more of a... Uh, of a pitcher's park, but John Lester could have struggles here. Uh, and I think this is a spot where we just kind of stay away from Lester, maybe take some shots on some of these Pirates values bats and kind of call it a day like a David Freeze for cheap on FanDuel, a Luplo on DraftKings. You know, you get Freeze is 3.7. I don't like the Pirates as much there. I like them more on FanDuel. I just think they're 200 priced over there. Um, fantasy draft, yeah, none of them, all of them are pretty much above 7K, which I was hoping we maybe get one of those guys in like that 6K, 5K range. I mean, Freeze is 7.2, but. Uh, don't love the Pirates here as much on there. It's more so a, a FanDuel play if I have to pick, but don't love them. It's not like I did last week where I was all over them against the Mets and stuff, but uh, yeah, I think Tyon's my favorite play in this game overall. Next game up, New York Mets, Washington Nationals. This is an eight and a half total. We have Steven Matz against Tanner Rorick, and you know, Tanner Warwick, this is the perfect slate for him, right? Uh, not a slate where there's a ton of aces and options. He's going up against a bad Mets offense who could be trading even more players. We'll see. Uh, worth noting, the trading deadline is coming up. We're not going to have to worry about during the game uh, any of our players getting traded, but at 4 o'clock is when the deadline is. And all these different teams are about to trade people. So I could be talking about plays right now and they could end up being traded and offenses could end up getting more watered down where a pitcher becomes a better play. So this is going to be a day where you really have to look at lineups and see what uh, terrible teams are, uh, you know, trotting out bad lineups. And I do think the Mets are going to be one of those teams that they could sell off another uh, player and it could be an even worse lineup here. So, but I like Tanner Rourke. I think he's a really interesting cash game option and tournament option. 17.5K on fantasy draft, 9.1K on DraftKings, and 76 6k over on FanDuel. I do think he is someone that we're going to we want to consider. Vegas agrees they're minus 166 favorites and plus one or the Mets are plus 152 and that's with Steven Matz on the mound and Steven Matz he, you know he's a solid pitcher. You would expect him not to be as big of a dog here so I, I do think Rorick is really interesting in the run total 3.70 for the Mets. Uh, everything just lines up for this I think to be a really nice Rorick game and if you look at the plate IQ look at the advanced statistics he's been pretty good so uh, yeah all in all I do think that Rorick is a guy that that uh, came into the season and people were a lot scared, a lot, lot, lot scared about. Uh, they were kind of worried uh, how will this guy be, but he just kept pitching better, pitching better, and pitching better. And I kind of want to just ride this out with him. Uh, so pencil him in as a guy for me that I'm going to be all over on this slate. Uh, I do think he's worth being overweight on. It just he fits it perfectly on this slate. Just fits the bill very well. It just there's not a ton of good pitching options. There's some good ones, but not the greatest on a, a 15 game slate. 
Uh, we didn't talk about Matz too much, and it's worth noting Stephen Matz stolen base problems, right? And when we see stolen base problems with Stephen Matz, and uh, we just kind of go right to Trey Turner, he is going to be a really phenomenal play on this slate. He's got the running upside. Pretty much almost anyone in this lineup will, right? You'll see probably Bryce Harper stealing if he's still on the team. I'm assuming the Nationals aren't going to get uh, enough to trade him, but they are kind of uh, throwing the feeler out there to see what teams are offering. Uh, you know, Mark Reynolds, I think is gonna be a phenomenal play. If you get him in the four hole here for cheap, you get him on FanDuel at 2.5k. That's a really nice value play. 3.5k on DraftKings and then 6.5k on Fantasy Draft. Have to love that. So, uh, but Trey Turner is my favorite play on the Nationals because of the stolen base upside that he can have. And, uh, yeah, I just think there's some big upside for this offense here. Uh, they have a 4.8 implied total and, uh, yeah, if they do sell Bryce Harper, that could have me slightly worried because, uh, I don't know. It just if you're trading Harper away, it seems like you just absolutely gave up on the season. I could see the players just give up today, but um, I, I do think Harper's going to uh, stay there with the Nationals. But we'll kind of have to see how it all, all plays out here. But again, love Trey Turner. He's uh, one of my favorite shortstop plays of the day. Uh, next game up, we got the Cincinnati Reds, Detroit Tigers, nine total here with Homer Bailey and Matt Boyd. And this is a game that does have some weather concerns. So, uh, we are going to have to wait for Kevin Roth. Make sure to stay tuned to crunch time. He will give you all the news on that one. That one is currently orange red. So that's the one with the biggest uh, weather. The Mets and Nationals, they, it was worth noting they are yellow. So that could change, uh, the Chicago Cubs and, uh, Pittsburgh uh, Pirates, they are a yellow green. So I think that game should be pretty fine there. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of kind of it uh and it's also gonna be orange in the miami atlanta game so yeah nah, not too much more here but yeah let's kind of go back to the game and talk about it if it does play this is a spot for you know you know for some hitters but the problem is the pitchers they're not great and the hitters they're not my favorite uh if you look at matt boyd sure i like eugenio suarez if you have the money to spend on him that's great and i think he's a fine play and a really good play but i just think there's other ways i want to spend my money that's kind of the way i'm dealing with it right here like I just don't want to spend that price on Eugenio Suarez I guess if I'm playing 150 lineups I'll get some exposure to him but I don't want to go too crazy with him there especially because this is a Reds lineup where I prefer them more against right-handed pitching uh, against lefties it's it's a little tougher for them they have a lot of lefties that are good so it's kind of has me worried here and I maybe I just play Suarez as a one-off only but I kind of just hope this game is uh just too much of a PPD risk where I just don't even touch it to be honest Looking at the Tigers side of the ball against Bailey, you know, Bailey has had his struggles. He's giving up a ton of hard contact. He has not been a good pitcher this season. This is definitely a game where you look at the Tigers and you you don't like playing them against righties, but you see Homer Bailey and it's tough to pass. 5.67 xFIP, K percentage at 14.5%. Uh, the hard hit percentage against uh, righties is... Um, uh, 51.9% against lefties, it's 37.1%. So uh, this is a guy that we have to target. The Woba is above 380 to both sides of the plate. The ISO is above 220 to both sides of the plate. I mean, this is just a great spot for Tigers. The problem is I just don't like playing the Tigers that much against righties. But uh, Martin, Candelario, Castellanos, Goodrum, I think I have to consider all these guys. This one through four, if this game plays, I do think that they are going to be a phenomenal tournament option here. And guys, you need to consider a little bit in your cash games. To wrap this game up, it's mainly like in Suarez on the Reds and then on the Tigers. I, I guess you could do a stack of them, but uh, the weather's going to be very important for this game, so be sure to watch for that, guys. Uh, next game up, Los Angeles Angels, Tampa Bay Rays. This is a 7.5 total here with Tyler Skaggs against Ryan Stanick. And, uh, you know, this is a game where I think Tyler Skaggs is kind of interesting. Uh, you know, my first thoughts when I see the Rays is when I see a lefty, I'm going, oh, this team can get pretty righty heavy. I just don't like when that happens. But I see someone like Tyler Skaggs, who I've been a believer in all season 
season, you look at the advanced numbers, and I mean, he's been really good. Uh, you know, he's got over 400 plate appearances combined with lefties and righties, so this is a pretty nice sample here. 3.66 XFIT. 25.5 K percentage walk rate at 7% ground ball rate at 47% on top of that he's pitching in Tampa Bay which in, pitching in Tampa Bay is phenomenal it's one of the best pitching parks right now this time of year it's just a, too good of a spot not to uh, consider Skaggs so uh, I think I'm gonna look at Skaggs as an interesting cash game and tournament option he's 9.8 K on FanDuel he's 11.3 K on DraftKings and then fantasy draft he's 22 K it's a little tougher for me to do on a site like DraftKings where he's 11.3K because I don't know if this is the slate really to spend up at pitching, right? I, I do think that there's a lot of bats to like, and part of the problem with spending up at pitching is you're going to miss out on those bats, and you can feel like that some of those guys who have a cheaper projection are just overall a uh, you know a better point-per-dollar play, and you feel like you can get away with going with that cheaper guy. But I do like Scott, Tyler Skaggs, and I think he can pitch a good game. And if you are playing a cheaper stack or some cheap bats and you like your team, putting Skaggs in there I think is a phenomenal idea and I think he could win you a tournament so I like Tyler Skaggs today would not want to uh, miss out on him and he's really the only thing I'm looking at in this game I don't really want anyone on the angel side that bad I just don't think uh, dealing with that bullpen game is necessary in that ballpark and everything I just think it's a fine pass and uh, yeah kind of gonna just play uh, Skaggs in this game only and move on Next game up, we got the Philadelphia Phillies, Boston Red Sox. This is a 10 total here with Jake Arrieta and Drew Pomerantz. And uh, this is a game where you're seeing two pitchers that, uh, you know, they used to be pretty good, but now they have not been as great this year. I do think this is a spot where uh, they could absolutely get hit hard and hit often. This is a spot where I want to get exposure to some bats here. Boston Red Sox, they only have a 5.42 implied total, but I do think they're good today. Uh, I'm not, like, going out of my way to roster Betts and Martinez. I think they're really good plays, uh, but I'm not, like, uh, it's not like Nolan Arenado against a lefty and Coors kind of play. I do think that they're solid plays against Arietta, but I'm not, you know, jamming them in and just saying I have to play them. If you can play them, great. I think they're phenomenal plays, but uh, I'm not going out of my way too much for them. I do like Mitch Moreland in this spot. I think this could be a uh, Mitch Moreland home run game, so I'd look to get some exposure to him here. And then looking at... Uh, the Philly side of the ball. I mean, against Pomerantz, I do think uh, Hoskins, I mean, he's just been on fire. If you have the money for him and can afford him, uh, keep playing him. He's been crushing the ball, and this is a great uh, ballpark for righty power, so have to like him. Carlos Santana, too. He's certainly in play. Uh, if you want to game stack this game, it's certainly worth it. it. Just if you want to play bats in this game, you have to kind of spend the price tag, so be ready to do that and willing to do that. Next game up, Miami Marlins, Atlanta Braves. This is a nine total here, and we have Dan Straley against Colby Allard, who is a, a decent prospect for the Braves. Um, on DraftKings at 6-3, I think it's intriguing. Uh, Vegas kind of thinks that uh, this could be a good spot for Allard. Uh, the Marlins have a 3.96 implied total. It sounded like the reason they brought Allard up for this, uh, you know, for this reason was because of the Sean Newcomb throwing 130 pitches, and they kind of want to give some uh, rest to these guys. They're playing like 31 games in 32 days, so they just seem like they want to get like a break in some of their guys and maybe add an extra arm in there. So, but Allard, he's been good throughout his career. At least the exit looks nice. Uh, 2016, he had uh, 2.67. Uh, and then the other one is 3.46, 2017, 3.42 XFIP, and then 2018, 4.01. I mean, it's been solid. His numbers are, are okay. The K percentage, uh, 2018 is 19.6%, 2017, 20.8%, uh, 2016 was 25.2%, the walk rate around 7 I mean, he's fine. Uh, if you want him as an SP2 on DraftKings, especially against a Marlins offense, I wouldn't hate it. I don't think it's terrible, but I'd like to hear what a pitch, what the pitch count could possibly be too. So, um, 
yeah, he's not a guy I'm jamming or anything, but if you wanted to play him, I don't hate it uh, here against Dan Straley. On the opposite, I won't be playing Dan Straley. I'll be looking to roster some guys like Freddie Freeman. I think this is a great spot for him to hit one out. Uh, Albies, Marquecas, a little three-man stack of that, I think, on the Braves is pretty solid. But, um, yeah, they have a 5.04 implied total. Vegas definitely thinks this is a spot where the Braves could hit some uh, hit some runs in. But uh, I, don't, I don't know. I guess you could throw the Acuna and then Camargo. But I like Camargo wearing its lefty. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Uh, I do think that one through five is, is a good play. and um, It's a big slate, so I guess you can get that pretty low owned if you want to. So Brave Stack is certainly uh, in play and a fine way to go. Next game up, we got the Cleveland Indians, Minnesota Twins. Eight and a half total here with Trevor Bauer and Kyle Gibson. And uh, I'm pretty surprised to see Bauer with only a 3.85 implied total against him. You would think the Twins would have, uh, you know... A, a, would have a lesser total on them. On top of that, Bauer's only a minus 148 favorite, which kind of shocked me a little to see. I thought it'd be maybe like minus 180 here against Gibson. I know Gibson's been good this year, but uh, still, I'm just a little shocked by that. Indians bats have not been as good on the road. I do think this is a spot where I know Gibson, he's not not the best pitcher in the world, but he's not the worst. So you think he's a pretty solid pitcher overall. I just don't think it's a spot where I really want to target Cleveland. And uh, Vegas kind of agrees, only giving them a 4.65 implied total. I just think I'm going to let other people spend up on the Indians, when, and I'm not going to and I'll just spend up on other offenses. I think there's just better ways to go on this slate. So uh, I also don't see myself playing Trevor Bauer. I don't play him often, but if I just happen to have a lot of money and there's too much value, then I end up going to him. Sure, I think that's fine. He is expensive, right? You get him on FanDuel at where I lost his price. Uh, FanDuel is 11.8K. DraftKings is 13.3. And then uh, Fantasy Draft, we have him at uh, 25.7K. So I just don't feel like spending that price tag on him. So I'm going to kind of do my best to pass. And then I just think the bats on both sides, I'm really not playing at all. I'm just going to kind of do my best to stay away from this game, surprisingly. Next game on the slate, we have the Kansas City Royals, the Chicago White Sox. This is a nine total here. And, uh, man, this is a really, really interesting one because, uh, you know, you see Danny Duffy here, and Danny Duffy is a guy that's been a lot better, but I see a lefty against the Chicago White Sox. And if you follow my content, you know I am a fan of playing lefties against, uh, you know, or White Sox against lefties. This is a spot that I'm always normally interested in. And it's tough. I look at Duffy's advanced numbers last 30 days. His fly balls are down 9, 9.1%. The hard contact and medium contacts down. The soft contacts up. Uh, his K percentage, it's up a little bit, not a ton, but... Um, his, his Wob is down. I mean, what was down 0.032%. Uh, it's just, it's tough. Dan, Danny Duffy's been better. And, uh, you know, the uh, on top of that, you have his uh, his fastball's been fa- uh, faster than it was. At the start of the year, everyone remembers Duffy kind of started out the season really bad, and he let up a huge game to the White Sox to start off the uh, season. But Danny Duffy has been a lot better. The velocity's been increased. I do think Duffy is in play in tournaments, and I do think that the White Sox are in play in tournaments too. I even think you could kind of consider Duffy in cash if he's still cheap on DraftKings. Uh, he's only 7-7 now. I believe I remember Derek Cardi saying he was hoping that uh, Danny Duffy's price would increase to a point where people are too scared to play him. And then he was in a matchup that was phenomenal. And this kind of is like that, right? He was like in that four or five K range, like even six K range for a little. Now he's up there at seven, seven where people are going to be kind of scared to, and it's not the greatest pitching slate. It's really that perfect storm for what uh, Cardi was talking about. I do think on DraftKings, Duffy is someone you can consider in cash games. I'm considering him in tournaments too. Both of them, I think that he's going to be an interesting option, but I do think on the opposite side, you can consider the White Sox stack and just get a little overweight on them too. Get I'd consider just getting overweight on both in tournaments. So uh, like Anderson here, love Jose Abreu against a lefty as always. He is, he's a guy that I look to play. 
Uh, Abisil Garcia, Matt Davidson, that one through six is just uh, where I'm really going to look and uh, kind of consider those guys and not not overlook them because I do think that they're going to be a team that's uh, in a good spot tomorrow. Next game up, we got the, or sorry, no, I don't want to skip that. James Shields is on the mound. Uh, James Shields is not a good pitcher. I know he's found a way to make it work. Uh, I do think the Royals, there are some good plays here that we can consider. Lucas Duda, he's a nice little value that you can find around the industry. Salvador Perez at the catcher position, I like him. And then, uh, you know, Whit Merrifield is a, is a guy to consider. And Herrera is a solid guy in the two-hole if you want as a uh, as a value play if you need to. Uh, I just hate stacking the Royals. Even though this is a good hitting ballpark, uh, I just really, really don't like stacking up the Royals. But I think taking a couple guys here and there is not a bad way to go. Next thing up with the Colorado Rockies, St. Louis Cardinals is a seven and a half total with John Gray against Jack Flaherty. This game is the battle of the young studs, right? These are two really good pitchers. I do like John Gray here. I kind of want to talk about him first. I, I, my first thoughts and look on this slate, you know, when you fire up the the, the app and you kind of see on DraftKings, Fantasy Draft and FanDuel, you kind of look at the pitchers, you say, man, John Gray is kind of cheap and I kind of want to play him a little bit here. You think of a righty heavy Cardinals team that just lost Tommy Pham on top of that. It just is kind of an interesting play. Uh, you know, Fantasy Draft 18.6K, DraftKings 9.6K, and then uh, FanDuel 8.3. I really like John Gray here. If you look at the advanced numbers here, I mean, he's got some of the best numbers on the slate. 3.00 XFIP, a 28.2K percentage, walk rate at 7%, ground ball rate at 49.3%. It's just really tough to ignore. Like, John Gray, he's just been so good. He gets a righty-heavy lineup. It's just, what lefties are they going to put out there? Sure, I'm scared of Matt Carpenter. Of course I am. Dexter Fowler can be a problem, but the rest of the team is really righty-heavy. I just like John Gray a lot here. I think this could be a spot where he absolutely smashes. I also like Jack Flaherty too. Uh, look at the opposite side. The Rockies—they're obviously not at home. We want to—we want to take uh, you know pitchers against the Rockies when uh, you know they're on the road. That's where they're most profitable. And you look at Flaherty's numbers: three point seven four x fifth, the K percentage at twenty nine point seven percent, walk rate eight point six percent, ground balls are at forty four percent. His ISO against lefties uh, is where you're gonna have that problem, right? Uh, you know, ISO's at uh, down at point zero nine eight. That's great. He has had some issues against righties where it's a, a 0 0.209 uh, ISO. So that's obviously something to be a little concerned about and watch. And his walk rate is, is a problem against lefties. But man, uh, hard hit rate, 32.4%. Hard contact, 36.1%. Some of these numbers here, uh, you know, looking at like the ISO and stuff are a little concerning against some of those big bats. But the Ks are they're there. The upside is there for this guy. Uh, I do think we have to look at Flaherty. We have to be considering him. Uh, I think he's a really good option in cash games and a really good tournament option. Uh, I, I just think this is a spot where you just look at the pitchers only and you don't really play any of the bats. Just load up on Gray, load up on Flaherty, be overweight on both in tournaments, and consider the two of them in cash games because I do think at uh, their prices, they're, they're really good guys to consider. Next game up, Texas Rangers, Arizona Diamondbacks. This is a nine total here with Zach Godley against Bartolo Colon. And uh, yeah, Godley, he's another guy I think that's in play. Nice price around the industry. FanDuel 8.1K, DraftKings 7.2K, and uh, Fantasy Draft 14.7K against this Rangers team. Sure, the Rangers had a good game yesterday, but I do think this is about where Godley could have a, a solid outing. I'm not like all over him like I was with Robbie Ray yesterday, but I do think this is a, a spot where in tournaments and on this type of slate, I think he's someone that you want to consider. You could consider him in cash, but I don't love it. Uh, not the biggest fan of it, but I do think he's in play and uh, in the player pool conversation for me. 
Looking at Bartolo Colon now, of course he's not in my player pool, not someone I'm playing. I'm looking at Arizona Diamondbacks bats, and I, I think it's a phenomenal spot for these guys. Have to like John Jay at the top is a nice little cash game option. David Peralta in that three hole on FanDuel, he is 3.2K, like that price a lot. Have to be considering him as a as a great value play in your cash games. Eduardo Escobar is interesting, of course. Goldschmidt and uh, Pollock, they're a good place too. This is a spot where I do think the Diamondbacks are going to be a stack to like a lot and uh, get some exposure to on the slate. Next game up, we got the Toronto Blue Jays. We got the Oakland A's, and this is an eight and a half total here. And we got Sam Gaviglio against Trevor Cahill. And uh, yeah, I just don't really want to play Blue Jays here in this spot. I think this is a bad spot for these guys. Uh, you know, Trevor Cahill, he's, he's a fine option. He's not a guy I love playing, but I do think that there could be some upside here against this Blue Jays team for Cahill. Um, you know, he's had his struggles throughout the year because he's been injured. Uh, just hasn't really gotten a lot of work. So that's one thing that's uh, kind of derailed him a little bit. I do think uh, he's a guy that I would have played a lot this season. I haven't played him a ton. So maybe this is the spot here against this Blue Jays team that's been selling and maybe they even give send off another guy, right? Say they trade someone else like a Curtis Granderson. Uh, if they got rid of him, that could obviously be something that uh, would affect this lineup big time. Or maybe even, they get, I don't think they'll get rid of Justin Smoke, but Morales, that could be things that could uh, make this lineup a lot worse. But looking at Cahill's numbers, 3.54 XVIP, 23.5K percentage. The ground ball is at 60%. I mean, that's the type of thing you want to see. Uh, he's just a really... Fine pitcher, gets the job done, and the slate fits him well, right? It's one of those slates that we don't love. Uh, there's not a ton of arms and aces to trust in good matchups. So I do think Cahill, 6.9K on FanDuel, 7.4K on DraftKings, and 17.6K uh, on, uh, or not 17.6K, uh, 14.9K on Fantasy Draft. I do think that he is someone that we can consider him. If you kind of match up Cahill versus Godley because they're in similar price ranges, uh, you know what? I'm probably going to go to Cahill over Godley here. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll pivot to him over over uh, Godley instead. I do think this is a spot where Cahill could have that really big ceiling game that we've kind of been looking for this season. So, uh, yeah, Trevor Cahill is uh, – the more I talk about him, the more I think about it. Uh, I do like me some Trevor Cahill here in this spot. Next game up, uh, actually, sorry about that. We should probably talk about the Oakland A's a little bit here. I do think Nick Martini at the top of the order is a nice value play that we can consider again. Uh, Jed Lowry, he's fine. Chris Davis with a K, Matt Olson, uh, he's a good option as well. I, I did kind of talk about how Estrada was bad yesterday and how I kind of wanted to target him up. And uh, the A's had an absolutely big game, and they were someone to definitely uh, you know get some exposure to. On this slate against uh, Gaviglia, I don't think it's necessary. I don't think we have to go back to the well on the A's. I think we were profitable yesterday, and we just kind of uh, take our money and run from the A's. They have a, do have a 4.77 implied total. If you want to keep riding out the streak, that's fine. Uh, I don't think we have to target Caviglio too much here. I think there are better offenses. I do think they're in play, but uh, just not one of my favorite spots. And if they won you money yesterday, just go back to the well, right? That's one of those things you kind of feel like you have to do. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't love it today as much. Next game up, Houston Astros, Seattle Mariners. There's an eight total here with Charlie Morton against uh, Mike Leake. And Oh, it's really tough because, you know, Garrett Cole yesterday, people were kind of worried about Garrett Cole uh, for good reasons, right? Mariners don't strike out a ton, but now we have Charlie Morton, and uh, Garrett Cole had a pretty solid outing. The Ks were there. He pitched really efficiently, and now we have the same situation. We have Charlie Morton walking in there, who's a really good pitcher, going in against this uh, Mariners team that we don't know if we want to target up. If you look at the numbers here, uh, Charlie Morton, 3.2 XFIP, 30.6 K percentage, the walk rate at 9.9%. That is something that I'm slightly concerned about, but he is getting ground balls at 51.1%. Uh, I do think we should uh, consider Morton uh, a lot here after what kind of Cole did. Sure, I think a lot of people are going to think in that same bias, but I do think it's worth noting that uh, 
you know, on a slate where the pitching is kind of ugly, we should consider Char- Charlie Morton despite the tough matchup because sometimes pitching is, uh, you know, pitching is is king, right? It's the thing that does gets everything going, and I do think Charlie Morton is worth uh, worth noting here. Uh, 9.6K on FanDuel. DraftKings 11.1K, and then 21.4K. It just depends uh, what bats you're paying up for, but if you can pay up for Charlie Morton, he's one of the best options on this slate in my opinion. Mike Leak on the opposite side. He is not one of the best options on this slate. He's a guy that could get hit hard and often. I know he's a uh, he does a good job normally of uh, you know kind of limiting the damage, but I kind of think this could be a bad spot for uh, Mike Leak. If you look at the numbers here, 4.57 xFIP, K percentage is very low. Uh, this is not a team that you don't want to be trying to get Ks against these Astros. Uh, if, if they hit the ball on you, they're going to hit it pretty well. I know this team is watered down though, but I do think they could be an interesting stack on this slate today. They're not one of my favorites, but uh, yeah, I do think they're just going to be one that no one plays at all and goes completely overlooked. Let's go on to the next game. We got the Milwaukee Brewers and the Los Angeles Dodgers. Just an eight total here. And we get Wade Miley against Walker Bueller. And I love me some Walker Bueller. He is someone that I like playing a lot. The problem with Bueller, though, is he has not been good recently. He's definitely had a lot of struggles. The price tag around the industry is, uh, you know, 7.4K FanDuel, 8.5K DraftKings, and Fantasy Draft It's 16.3K. It's a nice price tag. I think you could take a shot on it in a tournament against this Brewers offense, but this Brewers offense has gotten better when you add Moustakis in there. Uh, it's definitely a lot scarier. So I- I'm a little worried about playing Bueller. I do think he's fine in tournaments. You could take a shot on him with the K upside that he could have, but um, I am definitely slightly worried about it so uh, I'm not going crazy with him uh, not really playing any Brewers uh, maybe a Musagas is a one-off but uh, I don't want to go too crazy with that then uh, looking at the uh, Brewers side of the ball right Wade Miley he is a guy that I do think uh, is worth uh, you know worth targeting up a little bit with like guys like Manny Machado really those righties Matt Kemp I do think this is a spot where uh, they could struggle and even stacking up is not a bad idea because Wade Miley, he has some walk problems. So this is a spot where I do think we could consider them. Before we get on out here, I kind of want to go through some of the umpire data that we have. Uh, we got Zach Godley uh, with a pitcher's umpire on this slate. So that's worth noting. We got Drew Prominence with a pitcher's umpire. Extreme hitter's umpire in that uh, game with uh, Sam uh, Sam Gaviglio and Trevor Cahill. So that's all I really have, though, here. Uh, not a lot of games yesterday. So, oh, yeah, Charlie Morton has a hitter's ump. So that's worth noting, too. But... Uh, not much more to note here on the umpires and stuff. And if you listen to the podcast there, I threw you who the umpires were for a little bit of a taste of the premium product today. Before we get on out of here, though, let's talk about the stack of the day. And uh, by far, the Yankees are the best stack of the day. Uh, if you can play them, uh, they're going to be an obvious team to play on this slate. But uh, I'll give you two uh, more so maybe under-the-radar stacks that people might not be looking to play. But I like the Phillies stack a lot here against Pomerantz. We know we can have some blow-up tendencies. This is a spot where this Phillies offense, they're very boom-bust team. We got Reese Hoskins, who's currently crushing the ball. Uh, I do think that this is a good spot for the Phillies. So give me the Phillies stack. I like them in this uh, good-hitting ballpark. And then give me the Washington Nationals with the stolen base upside that they can have uh, against uh, a guy like Steven Matt. So I really think that this is a good spot where we could kind of be uh, considering these nationals and hopefully they didn't trade Bryce Harper and hopefully they come out and say, uh, you know, we're not selling, we're keeping Harper and we're going out to win this division. And they come out with a, a giant game and drop a, you know, a 10, 10 run game on my Mets. I do think this could be a really great spot for uh, the nationals here. So uh, that's about it though for the slate guys. Uh, you know, if you ever have any questions, give me a follow on Twitter. It's at Travis Mangone. It's T-R-A-V-I-S-M-A-N-G-O-N-E. Give me a follow over there, and uh, I always post my content over there, so if you guys want to check that out, uh, I'll always put it over there. But uh, I'm going to get on out of here. Thanks a lot for joining me. I'll be back tomorrow for the Daily Fantasy Fix podcast, and I am gone. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. 
Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only.